Good morning, church. Good morning. I hope you can hear me. Yes? Good morning. Uh, you can hear me. So good morning to those who are watching online at home and to those who are going to watch sometime on YouTube. So we are in a football season. And <laughs> I was strictly requested to finish in time. You know, a very experienced uh, train driver, when I was talking to him, he told, train drivers are not paid to run the train, but paid to stop the train. Because they have to stop exactly when the station arrives at the platform, exact place. The same way, I'll try my best to stop in time. Do you know what these are? What is this means? Warning. What is this? Right. I'm going to give this to John, our pastor. Right? When he leaves this, that's a warning. If I don't stop, he can kick me out. But I will try my best to stop before he, grow, he is searching for these cards. So let's close, in, sorry, close our eyes in prayer. Gracious Lord, I stand here not to talk to anybody else, but about you, Lord Jesus Christ, my Savior, who brought me into existence, who brought me from darkness into light, who gave me hope. As we sang, the reason for my life, that is Jesus Christ. You be exalted. Not my words, but thy words may speak today. And bless your people, and bless me too. You're, in your own name I pray. Amen. So I'm starting today a series which is called, He Will Be Called and leading up to Christmas. So this is the first one, which will be Wonderful Counselor. So the beginning, a good beginning is a job half done. So I have to be very careful about that. Now, the words that we have taken is from Book of Isaiah, chapter 9, verse 6. For to us a child is born. Sorry, I can find this. Yes. To us a son is given. The government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. So I'll be looking at the word, the title, Wonderful Counselor. 
let me say a brief words about the, the, the time or the background when SIA was writing this. This was written about 700 years before Jesus Christ. That was the time when Assyrian army was becoming a threat to the existence of Israel and Judah. Israel was already taken, and there was a threat for the people of Judah. Well, we can now understand in a better way if we connect it with what is happening around the world in Ukraine and Russia. There's a country which is fighting for the existence. So that was the time when Isaiah was writing. And if you look at the book of Isaiah, there was doom days, warning from God, and also a ray of hope. And here, when they are threatened by the invasion of a massive army, which, comparing to that, Judah is nothing. And then God's word through Isaiah is coming, a child will be born, a son will be given. What's wrong? What a child can do? We need ammunition, we need people. But God was giving a prophecy which was not going to be fulfilled next year, the following year or a few years later. But it took centuries to come to the fusion of this prophecy. And that, these titles were leading to one person. And that was Jesus Christ. Wonderful counselor. Wonderful. Now we know, we use this word wonderful very lavishly. Especially when the since the, the football started, we know this word wonderful is in good demand. Isn't it? We said good, wonderful shot, wonderful go, uh, goal, wonderful saving. How many times we have used this word? Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. We go to a restaurant and eat something and say, oh, it's a wonderful meal. But that's not what the wonder that we read in book of Isaiah. That word, I am not a Hebrew, I don't know Hebrew, but what, when I studied, I saw this word, Pele. I don't know whether that, the, the, the way I pronounce is correct or not, but that word stands for miraculous, something beyond our expectation something that we cannot understand, something that we cannot even imagine. That's the wonder. It's not that if you see a wonderful, what you call a, a goal and say, it's wonderful. It's better than what I saw the last time. No, this word is awesome. Looking at when the sea was parted and the Israelites were coming out, 
They could not understand what was happening. How can this happen? And the sea closing in. That's wonderful. I cannot even understand this. I cannot even imagine. That's the wonder. And that we see in this counselor. The wonderful counselor. Jesus Christ. He is a wonder in his birth. Ever since Adam and he was created, not even one child was born without a male and female. But here Jesus Christ is virgin birth. The word became human being. How did it happen? How much how many chromosomes he borrowed from his mother Mary, we do not know. But I know one thing. The Bible says, the word manifest. Hallelujah. The word which was in the beginning. The word who is God. The word who was with God. That's the wonder. Then his life was a wonder. Think about 33 and a half years of life without a sin, without a word that of sin, without a sinful thought. Have you ever in your personal life taken audit from morning since you woke up and then before you go to sleep, just roll back and see how many sins I might have committed. Not indeed, we did not kill anybody, we did not go and steal any, anybody, we did not abuse anybody sometimes. But how many thoughts have flicked through our mind? Even I drive my car and on the side I see another big Lamborghini. I said, oh, how did he get it? <laughs> it's not my business, still I see. And I live in a house, and then I go to, oh, there's a five-store big mansion. How did he get it? Such thoughts in three, three, 33 and a half years, nothing, nothing tainted him. Hallelujah. What a wonderful life it is. Who can? Because if he had done, committed one sin, whether by deed or word or thought, then he is disqualified. He has been defeated in his mission as a savior. It didn't happen. What a wonderful savior. And then, what a powerful man he was. What a humble person he was. He was the richest person ever walked in on this world, on this earth. Because this belongs to him. But yet, he was poor. Hallelujah. He was poor. He had in a place to sleep. Lay his head down. 
wonderful person. At his word, remember, the storm stopped. At his word, the sick was healed. The lame jumped up and walked. The blind got sight. The deaf started hearing words. The dumb mouth was opened and started praising God. What a wonderful Savior. What a wonderful counselor we have. And in his, in his death and his resurrection, what a wonderful person he is. He defeated Satan. He defeated death. And he came back to life. Is there anybody like him? Is there anybody like him? He is wonderful. He is wonderful in his life, in his birth. Hallelujah. What a joy to follow such a person. What a joy to fall at his feet. What a joy to carry, in him, carry him in our hearts. We can praise him with the meaning, in the fullness of the meaning of that word, wonderful. We can say, he is wonderful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now I say, move to the next. He said, he's the beginning and the finisher. He's the beginning, beginner of my life. And also, my life will finish in him. Now, if you think about running a 100-meter race, we start from my point, they run, and there is a ribbon at the finishing point, that's it, 100 meters. But think about a 5-kilometer race or 1-kilometer race in a, an oval track within a stadium. What happens in starting point, you run, and you come back to the same point. Again, you go back. A life in Jesus Christ is like that. It starts from Jesus Christ, in Jesus Christ, and it runs, and not ending somewhere there, but it ends back in Jesus Christ. Is there anybody else in we can start and finish our life? There's none like him. He is wonderful. Another thing we can say, he is not only just a counselor who gives counsel, but the one who is able to help us, who experienced all that we are experiencing. He was rejected. He was tired. He knew was this hunger. So there's nothing that we can say. He was helpless. Though he had the power and authority to, to do anything that we have seen through his word, his life. But on the cross when he was nailed, he was helpless in all ways. He could call the help of legions of angels, but he didn't for our sake. Hallelujah. He is a wonderful, wonderful counselor. 
He can help us not only just tell us what to do, but he helps us to do it. No other counselor can do that. The counselor, you go to the counselor, he or she may tell you what to do. But beyond any counselor, any counsel, that ends at our last breath. But with this counselor, that goes beyond the curtain of death. That is the difference with other counselors. He has the authority. He has the power even after my last breath. Because he, he came from that place and he has gone back to that place. And he will take me where he will be. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now I'm moving to the next. Don't know, half time now? Ah, okay. No whistle, that's why I have to tell. Mm. Now, wonderful counsel. A counselor's uh, counsel has to be wonderful, right? You agree? Because a wonderful counsel has a wonderful counsel also. Counseling is not an easy, easy thing. As pastors, they know, at least uh, not professional counselors. Because when you go to a doctor and tell, I have stomachache or I have a headache, that's the thing. He will write some medicine, what it, maybe paracetamol, or sometimes it will be what you call erythromycin, eh? then chloromycin. All this, many of the, this, these medicines end with the word mycin. Have you seen that? I already have my sins, and adding to that again some more sins. A doctor prescription, chloromycin. Yeah, I know my sin. But this doctor, when you go to him, the good thing is that he will not prescribe something, but his prescription is the doctor himself. When you go to any doctor, he will prescribe medi the medicine. But with Jesus Christ, he will prescribe Jesus Christ. He is the doctor and he is the medicine. Hallelujah. He is the doctor and he is the medicine. So when we go to a counselor, he has to listen to us. One thing is to listen and then to give a good advice. That's what they are doing. And I'll tell, it's not any good, and it's not an easy thing. Because another human being is pouring out every, uh, you know, fear and anxiety, all the troubles that he is going through to the another uh, human being. Maybe one day robots will take that. One day, we do not know. But now, it's another human being who's taking. That when that will affect the counselor also. It's not like going to a doctor and saying, I have stomachache. This is typical. I'll tell a small story about that. Once, um, John, let me call John. John was coming back from uh, work, and he was walking on the bridge, and he saw another person standing on the railings and ready to jump down. 
So Jonah, stop, 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 stop. We have, stop, please, please don't do. So he stopped and he came down and asked John, asked, what's the problem? Who are you? My name is James and what happened to you? Why do why, why you are going to do this? Well, <clears throat> And they both sat down there, and he started telling James, started, I had a very bad, you know, my father left, and I, had, I was like an orphan. I suffered, I suffered, I suffered, I suffered. And then, again, now I, have the, I had a job, I lost a job, and then my, my girlfriend dumped me, and I lost all this, everything lost. You know what happened? John jumped out and said, oh, this is too much to bear, and he jumped into the river. It's funny, isn't it? But that's what his counseling is. Another person takes the bearing. But here, Jesus Christ, who is able and strong <clears throat> to take all our counsel. Listening ears. <clears throat> when the, in the crowd, when the crowd was moving, Bartimaeus, the blind man, was calling it son of David. And everybody said, keep quiet. Keep quiet. But Jesus heard his words. Even if you are in a crowd, when you cry out, he has a ear to hear you. That is my counselor. When he, he was at the well with the Samaritan woman, alone, he, had, he was ready to listen. With the Nicodemus who came with the questions, he had an answer. The rich person who came and asked, how can I inherit the kingdom of God? He listened to that. Even when the children were coming to child, they stopped. The disciples stopped. But he said, bring them. He is ready to receive everybody and everything. He has an answer for everything. He has an answer for everything. Hallelujah. What a wonderful counsel that you can get from Jesus Christ. If you are in a hopeless situation, there is hope in Jesus Christ. Why did Jesus ask the, the Samaritan woman to bring your husband? Then I'll talk to you. What was her answer? I don't have. But he said, no, you had five. What was Jesus doing by telling that? What was Jesus mocking at her? No, Jesus wanted a starting point. He, she opened her heart. In this situation, you need to come to Christ in whichever situation it may be. Open your heart to him. He will listen. Hallelujah. Praise God. In all situations, Jesus is the medicine. He is the counselor. He is the counselor. What a wonderful Savior we have. Let me carry on with that one. Weeping. When he came to, the, uh, to Mary and Martha, he knew he's going to bring Lazarus back to life. Yet, he wept. Why? He moves, his heart moves with our heart. He's not immune from our feelings. When at the, at the mound, 
after he was, he was preaching to them. The disciples came and said, it's getting dark, and this is a remote place. Let them go back to the, the towns and have some food. What did Jesus say? The disciples, we may tell others, come tell others in the way they treated. But one thing I can say, Jesus knew them. So Jesus said, no, you will feed. You will feed. The same Jesus, he moves with us. His counsel is he himself. Hallelujah. That's the good thing about Jesus Christ. The man, the thief on the cross, nothing else he can do. No hope at all. He's dying. What did he say? Remember me when you come back in your kingdom. What was Jesus Christ telling? Okay, I'll remember you then. Was it his answer? No, you will be with me today. You will be with me in paradise. Hallelujah. When we come to Jesus Christ, it is not tomorrow you will be, but that moment you start. When you open your heart to Jesus Christ, the time starts then. The eternity starts then, at that moment. Hallelujah, what a wonderful counselor. Even there was no hope on the cross. He gave hope to that dying person, telling, you will be with me. Wherever the king is, that's the palace. Who is the best person other than Jesus Christ to be with? What is the best time other than this today, this moment? Hallelujah, what a joy it is. What a place. We live with Jesus Christ. We walk with Jesus Christ. To go to a counselor, receive counsel, and not to obey is a different thing. Sometimes people go to the counselors, they say many things, but not follow that. But Jesus Christ the counsel is perfect because he has the knowledge, the understanding, and the absolute knowledge. That's the good thing about Jesus. Now, I'll, I'll, while listening to many or doing many studies, <coughs> I heard about a passenger, a pastor who was on a flight to New York. And when he got into the flight, before the flight took off, the pilot has announced, we flew from New York, and now we are going back. Okay? On the way to this place, he said, we had hard, it's hard air, they had, you know, disturbance and many things, disturbance. So he asked, you, I mean, tie your belt, or what do you call it, buckle your belt, seat belt, and sit in if you don't have to leave the seat. So the pastor did the same, 
And after the flight took off, after some time, some other passengers started walking around. Now the pastor was thinking, is it all right for everybody to stand up and walk? Shall I follow <coughs> these people? Or shall I sit and obey the pilot? Why? Because the pilot told, I started from New York, and I came here, now I am going back. On the way from New York, I have experienced them, and I don't think there will be much change. So the pastor decided, no, I'm not going to follow any of these many, because they don't have the knowledge. But the pilot has already gone through, has a better knowledge. So I will sit down here. Now, I am telling you, when it comes to life and death and eternal life, there is no other one other than Jesus Christ to follow. Because he said he came from there, he was here, he's gone back there, and he will come back and take me also there. Hallelujah. There is nobody else. Because he came from there. He was here. He has gone back. And he said, he will come back. Praise God. Be with Jesus Christ. Wonderful Savior. Wonderful counts. If you are seeking eternal life, Jesus Christ. If you are seeking hope, Jesus Christ. If you are seeking light, Jesus Christ. If you are seeking the purpose of your life, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He is worthy. Are you looking for this card? Yes. Then I have to stop it now. But before stopping, before stopping, I will tell one small story. I don't know whether I've told already. Because he had got the red card, eh? So I have to be careful. And then I close. I don't know whether I have told this story before. If you had heard me, then it is second time. If you haven't, this is the first time. To know somebody and to experience somebody is different. You may know somebody about someone. I, this is another story, may not be true, but I'm telling you, it's an illustration. There was a, a, a big cathedral, and at the end, there was a crucifix. And everybody heard that this is a wonderful piece of art. So people come to the cathedral to watch, and then go back. They could not find anything special about that. So one person, he came and met the curator <clears throat> and asked, I heard about these things, you know, this piece, which is wonderful, beautiful, but I don't see anything. He said, that's the same thing all others are doing. They come, they come there, and then watch and say, go back. But to, to appreciate the beauty of this piece, what you have to do, go close to that foot of the, 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 at the end, okay? And look upward 
and then you will see the beauty of that peace. I don't know about the statue of that peace. But if you want to know and experience Jesus Christ in your life, there is only one way. Come to his feet and look upward and see the beauty of Christ. Once you glance at the glimpse of the wonder of that wonderful person, you will never leave him, and he will not leave you. Because he is wonderful. God bless you.